Welcome back to Night Falls, the bedtime show of classic and original stories designed to guide you into a calm and peaceful sleep. I'm Jeffrey, and tonight I'd like to tell you the story of Olivia and Matthew, who met at a railway station on Platform 3. Through a series of serendipitous events, their friendship deepened and soon developed into love. Before we begin, here's a quick word from our valued sponsors who keep this free content possible. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. For the best way to fall asleep with Nightfalls, you can now become a premium supporter. Enjoy the entire back catalogue of Nightfalls classics, all with a rich, immersive, and totally ad-free experience. If you love falling asleep to Nightfalls, Nightfalls Premium will elevate your sleep while helping to support myself and the team. We love creating Nightfalls. But without supporters, it wouldn't be possible. Join Nightfalls Premium today in just two taps on both Apple Podcasts or via the Supercast link found in the show notes for all other podcast players. Your sleep will thank you for it. And so will I. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days In, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Olivia Meadows left work for the day and headed to the railway station. By the time she arrived at Platform 3, she was early, so decided to read her book for a while. Minutes later, she heard a light rumbling noise and looked up from her book. The 5.20 train appeared on the horizon and trundled towards Platform 3. Waiting passengers shuffled forward in readiness to board. Olivia had almost finished reading the chapter she was on. She took a couple of steps forward whilst simultaneously taking in the last words on the page. An interesting twist in the plot was being revealed and she wanted to see where it was leading. So thoroughly engrossed was she in her book that Olivia didn't see the man who was in front of her until she bumped right into him. Her book dropped to the ground. Oh, I'm so sorry, 
Olivia flustered. I wasn't watching where I was going. That's okay. Let me get your book for you. The man swiftly scooped up the book. Before he could hand it to Olivia, they were compelled to move on to the train by the commuters behind them. They became separated along the way. There was the usual hustle and bustle inside the carriage as people attempted to find somewhere to sit. The train was busier than usual, and as all the seats had been taken, Olivia found herself standing near the doors. The man who had rescued her book was standing a few feet away. He caught her eye and, with a smile, held her book up. Olivia wasn't close enough to reach the book, so with a few mutters of, Excuse me, pardon me, thank you, she made her way towards the man. When she reached him, she noticed he was holding two copies of the book, one in each hand. We're reading the same book, he said. His brown eyes twinkled in mirth. What are the chances of that? How are you getting on with it? Being an avid reader, Olivia never missed an opportunity to discuss books. She told him how much she was enjoying the plot and had found the main character to be a complex one, but exceedingly likable. Olivia became more animated as she spoke, and she noticed the man smiling and nodding as if he agreed with every word she was saying. It didn't escape her notice that he had a lovely smile. Olivia said, and the part where he finally meets the mystery woman on the ski slope and... She stopped talking and put her hand over her mouth. Through her fingers, she said, Oh, no. Have you got to that part yet? I don't want to spoil it for you. The man let out a heartfelt sigh and announced that, alas, he hadn't got to that part yet and now there seemed no point in continuing with the book. He shook his head sadly, and with an almost imperceptible twinkle in his eyes said, If I'd have known you were a plot spoiler, I would have left your book on the platform. You really should wear a hat or a badge to let fellow readers know you're prone to giving out unrequested details about plots. For a split second, Olivia thought he was being serious but then she caught the slight uplift at the corners of his mouth. Joining in with his jest, she sighed dramatically and slowly shook her head. You're completely right. I should carry a warning of some sort. I know I have a problem, yet I'm unable to control it. I have tried. I've even been to Plot Spoilers Anonymous. But I was asked to leave when I gave away the details about the final Harry Potter book. The man broke into a laugh. He confirmed he'd read the big reveal in the book and asked Olivia what she had thought about it. Olivia and the man talked about the book for a little while. Soon their conversation had turned to other books they'd read, and then movies they had watched. They even began to talk about their music tastes. To Olivia's surprise and delight, 
she discovered they had a lot in common. The man was easy to talk to, and she had to admit, with his dark hair, twinkling eyes and ready smile, he was easy on the eye too. Before she knew it, the train arrived at her stop. Rather reluctantly, she said, This is me. It's been lovely to talk to you. Thank you for rescuing my book. She took her book, which was still in one of his hands, gave him a smile, and then left the train. As she stepped onto the platform, she heard him call out to her. She looked over her shoulder and through the closing doors, she saw him waving his book at her. He was saying something, but the doors closed before she made out his words. She assumed he was saying goodbye, so she waved her book in the air too. The train continued on its way. With a soft smile on her face, Olivia walked the short distance home. It had been a while since she'd had such a lovely conversation with a man. He'd been very pleasant to talk to. Very pleasant indeed. Olivia had never seen him on the 520 train before. She would have remembered him if she had. Perhaps he normally got a different train. Or maybe he had recently moved to the city and this was his first time on that route. By the time Olivia reached the front gate of her garden, she had mentally concocted many reasons as to why the handsome stranger on the train had been on Platform 3 at the same time as her. As she put her key in her door, she wondered if she would see him again. She hoped so. She spent the rest of the evening in her usual way, preparing dinner and catching up on household chores. It was Olivia's custom to read every night, but on that particular evening, she didn't feel the inclination to return to her book, and it stayed in her bag. Instead, she mulled over the lovely conversation she'd had with the mysterious stranger on the train. She recalled the recommendations he'd made about other books he'd read that he thought Olivia might like. She quickly made a list of them on her phone to look at later. After a long, warm bath, she lay down on her bed and pulled the covers up to her chin. She drifted off to sleep with a gentle smile on her face. The next morning, Olivia made an effort with her appearance and took the extra time needed to tame her somewhat wild curls. Not for any particular reason, she told herself as she dabbed a bit of perfume on her wrists. No reason at all. Her workday kept her pleasantly occupied, as always, and it wasn't long before she was walking through the ticket barrier at the station to catch the 520 train. Platform 3 was less busy than normal, and it was easy to scan the passengers who were standing there. Olivia looked left and right 
in the hope of spotting the mysterious man. He wasn't there. Oh well, Olivia thought, maybe we'll never meet again. Maybe it was one of those times when you meet someone you immediately get along with, but then go your separate ways. Feeling a little disappointed, she turned her thoughts to other matters, including what she would make for dinner that evening. The train arrived on time, and people began to move forward. Olivia cast a last hopeful look along the platform, but there was still no sign of the man. She climbed onto the train and moved along the carriage, She found an empty seat, sat down, and gazed out of the window. The train set off. A moment later, she felt the presence of someone sitting at her side. We meet again, a voice said. It was a familiar voice. Olivia turned her head and looked into the lovely brown eyes of the man from the previous day. He was smiling at her and holding the book they were both reading. He said, Do you remember me? Of course, Olivia replied. I didn't see you on the platform. Not that I was looking or anything. But I just happened to notice you weren't there. Feeling a warmth alighting on her face, Olivia swiftly changed the conversation around to the book and asked if he'd finished it yet. He said, I haven't. There's been a mix-up. You took the wrong book from me yesterday. It was my fault for having a book in each hand. You didn't know which one was yours. I only noticed when you got off the train. I tried to tell you by waving the book at you, rather ineffectively, I must admit. Olivia said she hadn't read any more of the book, so she hadn't noticed the mistake. She reached into her bag and retrieved the man's copy. With a smile, they swapped books. I'm Matthew, by the way. He tucked his book into his inside pocket. Olivia. I know, there's a note inside the book. It fell out when I opened it. It had your name next to the to-do heading. He shifted in his seat. I didn't mean to read it. I apologise. I thought it was something I'd put there as a bookmark. I do that sometimes. I only saw the top item on the list before I realised it was your bookmark, and I put the list back in. The heat in Olivia's face increased. She couldn't remember what she'd written on the list. She hoped it wasn't anything embarrassing. As though sensing her discomfort, Matthew explained it was a wish list of things Olivia would like to do, and he'd seen the top activity was to travel on a steam train. Relief flowed through Olivia. She laughed lightly and said she knew it wasn't an exciting activity, but she'd never done it before and it was something she'd always wanted to do. Her look softened. It's such a romantic experience, don't you think? To be transported back in time on board a steam locomotive. To hear the train clicking and 
clacking over the rails, and to see smoke drifting from the funnel and rising to the sky. She smiled at him. When I was little, my granddad told me that the clouds in the sky were made by enchanted steam trains that ran non-stop on a magical island in the middle of the Irish Sea. Matthew's smile matched hers. That's a lovely notion. I've never been on a steam train either. What else did your granddad tell you? They fell into an easy conversation about the wonderful imagination Olivia's granddad had. Their talk turned to activities they would like to undertake and places they'd love to visit. They had a lot in common and their conversation flowed as easily as it had done the previous day. All too soon, the train arrived at Olivia's station. Matthew stood up to allow her to get past. Olivia caught the scent of his aftershave, which had pleasant, woody undertones. It was lovely to see you again, Olivia. You too, Matthew. Perhaps we'll meet again soon? I'll be on this train tomorrow, if you are. He gave her an expectant look. Olivia nodded. I will be. Have a lovely evening. Enjoy the book. They said goodbye and Olivia left the train. As it moved away, she looked towards the seat where Matthew was and saw him raise his hand in farewell. She waved back at him. Her steps were light and carefree as she walked home. It felt like she was walking on an invisible cloud. Perhaps one of those magical ones that came from the steam trains her granddad used to tell her about. Olivia didn't read again that night. Her thoughts were full of the handsome man she'd met on the train. They saw each other a few more times that week and always managed to be near one another on the journey home. Friday soon arrived. There were some last-minute phone calls Olivia had to make, which resulted in her leaving the office later than normal. She broke into a jog to ensure she wouldn't miss the 5.20 train. Platform 3 was full when she arrived, and the train was already there with its doors open. Whew, Olivia thought. She'd made it. She hastened towards the nearest open door and climbed aboard. The carriage was busy and it was standing room only. Olivia looked around the carriage, hoping to see Matthew's familiar face. He wasn't there. She quickly noticed the other faces in the carriage weren't familiar either. Olivia frowned. Where were the people she usually travelled with? She'd been getting that train for a few years and was on nodding acquaintance with many fellow commuters, but she didn't see any of them in the carriage. The guard on the platform blew his whistle. 
Olivia saw a man jumping up and down behind the guard and frantically waving at her. It was Matthew. She frowned. Why wasn't he getting on the train? The doors began to close. Matthew dashed towards the door and slipped through the opening just in time. He was a little out of breath, but managed to say, Hi. Hi, are you okay? I thought you weren't going to make it then. The train moved away from the station. Matthew said, This isn't the 520 train. It's the 455 one, which is running late. It goes in a different direction to ours. Olivia blinked in confusion. There was an announcement before you arrived, Matthew explained. You mustn't have heard it as you came running through the station. I tried to tell you by waving. His eyes crinkled up as he smiled. I should rethink my communication skills. Waving is the least effective way of getting my message across. The train trundled along the track and turned off in an unfamiliar direction. Olivia said matter-of-factly, I'm on the wrong train. I know, Matthew said with a nod. And you are too. If you knew it was the wrong train, why did you get on? He held her gaze. I didn't want you to be on the wrong train all by yourself. Olivia's heart skipped a beat. She couldn't look away from the warmth in his brown eyes. The power of speech deserted her. Matthew said, I hope that was okay. I can move further down the carriage if you like. I didn't mean to impose myself on you. Olivia shook her head. No, it's okay. It was a kind gesture. But it's going to make you late home. Matthew said he didn't mind, and there was no one waiting for him at home. With a casual shrug, he asked if Olivia needed to phone anyone to say she'd be late. No, there isn't anyone I need to tell. She looked out of the window. Where are we going? Matthew looked at his phone for a few seconds. This train is going towards the coast. The next stop is 15 minutes away. We could get off there and wait for a return train to the city. Or I could order you a taxi. I'll pay for it. It's partly my fault you're on the wrong train. I should have made it clearer. He gave her a rueful smile. You know, by using my words instead of obscure waving gestures. Olivia thanked him for the offer of a taxi, even though, she said firmly, the mistake was entirely hers. She said a return to the city via a train would be fine. She wasn't in a rush to get home, and it was a lovely evening. Matthew checked his phone again. The return train isn't for another hour. There's a cafe at the next station and it stays open late. We could have a cup of tea whilst we wait, and perhaps a bite to eat if you're hungry. That sounds like a good plan. 
Olivia found herself looking into his eyes again. He really did have lovely eyes. They were a deep shade of warm brown and had flecks of hazel in them. Matthew asked why she had been rushing through the station. He hoped her workday hadn't been too taxing. Olivia was touched by his concern. She proceeded to tell him about her day. He listened without interrupting and nodded in the appropriate places. He laughed at the right times too. Olivia asked about his day. The train soon arrived at the next stop. Olivia and Matthew alighted and walked towards the cafe, which was set within an old railway building. Flower tubs at the side of the entrance overflowed with colourful blooms. Pots of lavender scented the balmy evening air. Matthew insisted on buying the tea. Olivia thanked him and found a table by the window. He came over a minute later holding a tray that contained a pot of tea, two cups and two plates that had mouth-watering slices of cake on them. I hope you like cake, he said as he put the plate in front of her. I do. Very much, thank you. They took their time over their drinks and cake. Their conversation was once more free-flowing. They never ran out of subjects to talk about. Matthew checked the time and said the return train would be there in a few minutes. Already, that hour flew by. Olivia was almost tempted to say they should wait for a later train, but she didn't want to assume Matthew didn't have anything better to do than eat cake and drink tea with her. They headed over to the platform. The train appeared on time and Olivia and her companion were swiftly transported back to the city. Still chatting, they waited on platform three for the correct train home. By the time it had arrived, Olivia found herself stifling a yawn. Matthew noticed and offered again to get a taxi for her. She waved his concerns away and said she was having a good evening travelling on different trains and it had been quite the adventure. Feeling bashful but brave at the same time, Olivia said, Perhaps we should get the wrong train together again sometime. It's funny you should say that, Matthew said. He reached into his pocket and pulled out a leaflet. I found this on a display stand in that cafe we'd just been to. There's going to be an old steam train stopping there tomorrow on its route to the coast. The locomotive was built in the 1920s and has been lovingly restored, according to this leaflet. He cleared his throat. Would you like to go with me? I can buy some tickets on my phone now. Olivia didn't hesitate and told Matthew she would love to go. 
Their train arrived on platform three, and they took a seat. They looked closely at the brochure and the train's route. They picked seats, and Matthew paid for them. Olivia insisted on paying for their lunch on board. Olivia was so engrossed in planning their trip that she almost missed her stop. She got off the train and waved to Matthew as it pulled away from the platform. He held his phone up and performed one of his unreadable waves as he tried to convey a message. She had no idea what he was trying to say. It was only when she got home that she realized they hadn't exchanged phone numbers. That must have been what he was attempting to tell her. She didn't know Matthew's last name, so she couldn't go on an internet search to try to contact him through social media. She would have to trust that he would turn up to the station at the agreed time. She smiled to herself. She hadn't known Matthew for long, but she did trust that he would turn up. The next morning, Olivia was pleased to see the sun shining brightly in the clear blue sky. It was going to be a beautiful day. Olivia had taken time to choose the perfect outfit. Not wishing to be either underdressed or overdressed, she had checked online photos that had been posted by previous travellers on the locomotive. After looking at their outfits, she decided upon a long, floral dress with a pale pink handbag and comfy yet stylish shoes. Olivia left home with a spring in her step. She was looking forward to her day, and not just because she was going on a restored locomotive. Matthew was great company, and even though they'd only met less than a week ago, she felt totally at ease with him, as if they'd known each other for years. Olivia caught the train to the city. She waited on platform three for the train which she'd accidentally caught the previous day. There was no sign of Matthew on the platform, and she wondered if he was going to meet her at the other station where the cafe was. Her train arrived. Short journey later, and she was standing in front of the cafe. There was still no Matthew. Far from being concerned, Olivia felt a calm peacefulness. She knew he would be there soon. She was certain of it. She took a seat on a red wooden bench outside the cafe. A small crowd of well-dressed passengers appeared on the platform. Olivia surmised they were taking a ride on the steam locomotive too. A distinctive whistle sounded out. Rising plumes of steam were visible around the curve in the track ahead. The noise of the train's whistle instantly transported Olivia back to her childhood days when she would watch old movies with her granddad. 
He loved the ones that had steam trains in them and said there would always be a scene in the movie when a character would walk through a cloud of steam. Olivia stood up to get a better look at the approaching train. Glimmer of polished red metal appeared around the bend. Beautifully restored locomotive came into full view. It was magnificent. The red and black paintwork shone brightly under the light of the summer sun. The gleaming funnels billowed clouds of white steam upwards and back over the carriages. People took photos of the amazing vehicle as it came closer. Others just looked at it in amazement. With a hiss, the train came to a slow and steady stop. At the front of the train, the driver leaned out of his cabin, smiled at the waiting passengers, and then released a final whistle. It was accompanied by a flowering plume of smoke that rose from the funnel and slowly descended over the platform. And, just like in an old movie, Matthew walked through the mist of steam, his gaze softly focused on Olivia. His smile was broad and his eyes were full of warmth. He was full of apologies as he approached Olivia. His trusty card led him down on the way to the station. He hadn't had time to wait for the breakdown company and had left it abandoned at the side of the road and taken a taxi. Olivia was concerned and said he should return to his car and make sure it got repaired. It can wait, Matthew said gently. But there's no way I was going to miss this day with you. You look beautiful. He offered her his crooked arm. Shall we board the train? Olivia slipped her hand through his arm and smiled up at him. They boarded the beautiful train and located their seats. A polished table complete with a fringed table lamp was placed between the upholstered seats. Velvet curtains framed the large picture window. Lustrous wood trim gleamed through the carriage. The other passengers settled into their places and light chatter filled the air. A gentle rumble beneath their feet announced the train's imminent departure. The whistle sounded and the doors closed. The locomotive began to move along the tracks, slowly gathering speed. The melodic tone of the carriages clicking over the tracks added a soothing layer to the general hum of conversation within the carriage. Olivia shared a smile with Matthew. His face was alight with joy. He said he could fully understand her granddad's love for steam trains. He felt like they'd been transported to a magical world. 
They watched the changing countryside for a while before turning their attention back to each other. Over the next few hours, they talked about all manner of topics. They laughed and joked with each other, and there was a hint of gentle teasing and mild flirting too. And they remembered to exchange phone numbers. They enjoyed their delicious meal of poached salmon and steamed vegetables. Unbeknownst to Matthew, Olivia had amended her online order to include a bottle of champagne. When it arrived, Matthew raised his eyebrows in question. Did you organise this? I did. It seems like a champagne kind of day, don't you think so? Do you like champagne? Matthew confirmed he did, and agreed it was the perfect day for champagne. As they clinked glasses full of the bubbling liquid, Matthew said he was very glad they'd met, and if she agreed, he would love to take her for a meal, or perhaps a trip to the movies, or maybe something more active like hiking. He swallowed nervously. Unable to resist, Olivia solemnly placed her glass down and said, Let's see how this day goes first, shall we, Matthew? She broke into a smile, reached across the table, and placed her hand gently over his. I'm teasing, I would love that. All of those things sound good. She picked up her glass again and clinked it against his. I'm very glad we met too. I still haven't finished reading that book. Me neither, Matthew confessed. My mind is always on other matters these days. The journey on the restored steam train was only the beginning for Olivia and Matthew. In the months that followed, they travelled through the highlands of Scotland on the Belmond Royal Scotsman and fell deeper in love with each other. They spent an unforgettable weekend on board the Maharaja's Express as it wound through the beautiful landscape of India. And it was on the legendary Orient Express when Matthew proposed to Olivia. Without any hesitation, she said yes. They celebrated their engagement with champagne and made a toast once more to the wonderful day they met on Platform 3.